Welcome back to the Magna Vita Show. I'm Alex Olson, and every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional success so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles empowering us to build a great life. Last week, we talked about how to build our network and our passion. The best podcast from this week talked about purpose and risk. But first, I wanted to share the bonus from this week, and I was really lucky to help out with a retirement ceremony this past week. And I loved how people, they didn't really talk about what that person did, they talked about who he was and how he did his job. And that was really comforting because I think a lot of times I feel stress about what job should I be doing, what school should I be going to, and it was just a great reminder that in the end it really doesn't matter as much as who we are and who we become. And it reminded me, we talked a little bit before about resume versus eulogy virtues and how a lot of times we can focus on our resume, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but what really matters is who we are and what people will say at our funeral. And I don't mean to make it super serious or um, uncomfortable. I've heard people talk about the power, though, of writing your own obituary to think about what will our legacy be. And if that's too much, you can really just think about what do I want to be remembered for? As I was thinking about this, I thought about how I really want to be remembered, at least in part, for loving my family and doing whatever it took to help them. And so as I, as I thought about that, it really changed what I was worried about and it made me think about how can I be better and how can I better help my family. So I hope that idea of thinking about what will your legacy be or what will you be remembered for, I hope that helps you this week to kind of focus on what is actually important in the moment. But we have some great podcasts this week, so let's get into it. The first podcast from this week is Work Life with Adam Grant. And he talked, on, he talked about and focused on passion. And I know we talked about that last week, but I thought he brought up some great points. And so just wanna quickly cover some of the highlights. Adam talked about when it comes to our career, following our passion can actually be a recipe for misery. Because when we do that, we can get tunnel vision and we'll miss other opportunities. He also talked about how the higher expectations can lead to more disappointment because we think that where there's the perfect ideal job that will be easy and all we have to do is find it and everything will be okay. Adam said when we do that, we're always evaluating, we're never experiencing. So we're always trying to judge, is this the perfect job? Is this my passion? Is this my purpose? but we're not actually there in the moment making the best of it. And he said a lot of times this leads to us wondering what might have been if we could have found our passion or our purpose, and this leads to regret. And he said that chasing happiness can actually chase it away. But on a more positive note, I really liked a couple points he had about passion. He said that effort, so hard work, leads to passion not the other way around. So a lot of times in my life I've thought, oh, if I can find my passion, then I'll work hard and I'll be able to sacrifice the time and the effort that it takes. But I really like the idea that if we can develop our passion, if we can work on it, then it, that will actually grow our passion and our purpose. 
And the last couple points, he said that passion will grow over time and that in the first year, most jobs are really hard. So hopefully if any of you are struggling with a tough job that you just started, hopefully this can help you push through and try to develop and build that passion and purpose. And the last point that I really liked from this, he said that we should follow our curiosity to where we think that we will learn the most, not to where we think we might be the happiest. Because as we learn and as we become better, he said that is what actually leads to happiness. The next podcast from this week is Masters of Scale with Reed Hoffman. This week they focused on risk and I really loved the perspective that he talked about. Reed said, if you want audacious returns, you need to take audacious risks. He said the surest way to succeed is to take startling yet intelligent risk again and again because every great plan requires risk. And he said you have to play the long game, understanding how a risk now will actually benefit you later and won't be as big of a deal in the future. But he said if you avoid risk, you are accepting mediocrity. You are risking total failure if you avoid risk. And I just love that perspective that what seems super risky and potentially damaging to our career or our profession in the long term can really give us that perspective and it can give us the breadth and it can help us develop and become better. And what was interesting, he said that risky opportunities are actually easier to get in a lot of cases because fewer people go for them. But he also isn't, he's not advocating for just naively taking a ton of risk all the time. He says we have to plan for the outcome of the risky opportunity and think about what we would do if things go wrong. And it was a good reminder, he said you can always get another job, that there's always a backup plan if something doesn't work out. But what was interesting is one of his guests said, the odds often aren't in our favor anyways, even with the safe bets. And he said, I might as well risk it on the bigger opportunities to win bigger. So again, just a great perspective on risk and how we really need to put ourselves out there and how when we do that, we can be rewarded so much, not just in the short term, but in the long term as well. The next podcast from this week comes from Tim Ferriss who interviewed Neil Gaiman, who's a really successful author. And he had some great tips and tactics that I wanted to share. He said that when he was younger, he actually made up a fake magazine and he made it sound all official. And he did that so that he could call people that he really admired and he could interview them to learn from them. That was a great example to me that sometimes we have to step outside of our comfort zone we have to take a little bit of risk, but that it's always worth it in the end. That for him, the worst that could happen was they would just say no, but he talked about how this opened so many doors for him and he was able to learn from so many people because of it. I also really liked his most important rule for writing. He's been extremely successful writing several books and he said that his most important rule is that he can sit here and write or he can sit here and do nothing, but he can't do anything else. 
and I think that shows the power of rules, but also the power of creating the right environment where we can succeed. Because he said that after a while, writing actually becomes more interesting than doing nothing. And so again, just a great reminder about the, the importance of setting up the situation that we're in so that we can succeed. I also really liked when he said, anything can be fixed except not acting. He said, inaction cannot be fixed. And again, it goes back to risk and it shows that the true risk, I think, really is in not doing anything. Because we'll have to suffer with that regret. And if we try something risky and we fail, we can always, we can always apologize, we can always do a backup plan. But if we do nothing, then we really will be stuck with that regret. And to help with that, he said it's really important that we remove the burdens that we place on ourselves. Because a lot of times we'll put some, such high expectations that we'll expect perfection, when really we should just be worried about taking small steps. And Tim Ferriss added that Sean White, the snowboarder that's been incredibly successful in the X Games and the Olympics, he says before he starts his run, before he drops into the half pipe, he would ask himself, who cares? And what he meant by that was he was reminding himself that even if it doesn't go perfect, that's okay. That it's not going to be the end of the world if he's not perfect on that run. And by taking that burden off himself, he was able to have more fun and to enjoy the experience, which led to him doing better. And the last part from Neil that I really liked, he said that when things are going wrong, we just need to focus on the outcome and keep going. And I know it's simple, but I think it's so easy when we're struggling to get to lose sight of our end goal. And I heard a great quote this week that where there is no, when we don't have a goal, we can't score. And so it's just a great reminder to focus on that direction where we're going and to not be too worried about everything else going on in our life. Sorry, you probably heard our cat in the background. She's wanting me to feed her, um, and which I will right after I record this, but gotta do it before work starts. Um, promised myself I would never get a cat in my life, and then I married my beautiful wife, and I'm really glad that we did actually. She's been a good cat. But just want to say sorry about that. Back to the important stuff. Um, the last podcast from this week comes from Oprah's Masterclass. And she interviewed Lauren Michaels, the founder of Saturday Night Live. And just a couple of quick points, but I really like them. He said that when they first started, the only real plan that they had was to find the most talented people possible. I just love that idea that there's the cliche that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And I think it's kind of become a cliche, but it's really true that we need to try to find those people in our life that will lift us up and help us to become the best version of ourselves. I also thought it was interesting, Lauren said that Saturday Night Live practices the entire show in front of a live audience. They see their reactions, they get feedback, and then they make their final cuts before they perform in front of millions of people. And to me, that really showed the importance of practice and repetition. 
that none of us, I mean, they've been doing this their whole life for so many years, but none of us are going to be perfect when we first start. And the last point from this podcast, he said, we don't go on or we don't go to perform because we're ready. He said, we go on because it's 1130. And to me, that was shows the power of setting deadlines and just getting our best version out there. I think a lot of times we can really try to work until we're 100% done with something when it's okay to have an 80% solution and that people will understand that at least we're, to go back to two weeks ago, that at least we're in the arena and we're doing the best that we can. And so in closing, I hope that the idea of thinking about what our legacy will be, I hope that helps this week. And I hope that the tactics and tools about purpose and risk will help us to build a great life. But again, I just want to thank you so much for being here. The feedback has been amazing. I wanted to share that last week we shared about the Freakonomics podcast, and that was because one of you recommended it. So if there are other podcasts that we can help with, if you have other feedback, things that we can change, We really value your time and it means a lot to us that you're here with us. So thank you so much and we'll see you next week.